0: episode of the AG podcast. I'm your host for today, Geminator, and with me today I've got the ever-present Ash Cohen-09. Good evening, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Thank you. Thank you very much for taking the lead on the last one. Sorry, I missed it. Um, in terms of the uh, the guest this week, we have uh, got the one guest, but uh, again, for for what he lacks in in numbers, obviously not having the second person. We've got someone who's got a lot of knowledge about all sorts of teams, European football and, uh, and lower league players are his bag. So without further ado, today's guest is Eamon Raz. How you doing, mate? You OK? All right. Um, not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. Thank you very much. Not bad. You must be relishing it right now with these players. <laughs> you haven't <coughs> seen the table yet? <laughs> Well, I mean, we'll come on to that. Uh, But uh, but yeah, just just to give you guys a bit of a running order um, rundown, as it were, uh, we're going to cover the the previous podcast predictions made by Ash, Berger, and was it Andy Brill, I believe, as well? Yeah. Um, We're then going to talk about Div 1 and 2, break for the F1 segment with Joe, go to Div 3 and 4, and then wrap up and make a couple of predictions each for the next pod. So, boys, without further ado, we'll kick off with Div 1. I mean, Div 1 is um, uh, obviously... A bit different this year there's there's no ash there's no me there's no uh um well again in terms of the in terms of the the, the form you know there's no jacks there was no clear winner maybe you could potentially cite Burger as being the clear favourite at the start uh, or maybe brian but uh, it's not necessarily transpired that way um in terms of div one i'll just run down how the uh, the, the table looks very very quickly so we've got bunsey in first sean aaron sofa make up the top four Brian and Paul are in mid-table, and Sweaty Burger, Ben and Joe are the bottom four. So, I mean, Ash, I'll come to you first of all, mm. Buncey seems to be following on from his good form in the last FIFA, but Paul, though, seems to have dipped a bit. I mean, those two were very much the sort of the, the shot guys who came out of nowhere to sort of, you know, have a tilt of the title last time
1: round, but mm. um,
0: slightly different fortunes this time round.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. I think Paul's obviously, it's not clicked for him so far this season. You know, he's played six, won three, lost three, so it's very much a mixed record. Um, Buncey's played eight, so he has played those two games more. Um, and he's, I mean, just sort of looking at that, if Paul wins his two games in the hands, then um, he will go on the same level of points. Um, but, you know, Buncey's played, he's won five, lost three, and his goal difference of, is one and he's top of the league so you, you don't tend to see that too often um you know sean's below him in second with 13 <laughs> points he's got a goal difference of seven and actually sean has got those two games in hand as well as has aaron uh, below him so uh, whether buncy will stay there um i don't think so i suspect sean will probably take his position by the time the games all catch up but yeah uh, it's been a, it's been a good start for buncy and um you know, I think personally, I think he'll carry that sort of form on. Whether he stays in that top spot, he'd definitely be around the sort of top four, top five. Um, yeah, yeah, I expect Bunsey to carry that on.
0: I think one of the most recent losses he had was actually to Berger, which potentially explains the um, the goal difference deficit as well. He lost seven two, so which I guess Berger can do that to anybody. But um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think Bunsey will for sure have a good tilt at the title this time round obviously smaller divisions less games we're going to be getting through the seasons a bit more regularly um, which again going to be a good thing um, Raz taking the uh, the opposite approach we've got uh, again the aforementioned Berger Ben, AJ Cooper and Joe making up the bottom three there um, what do you think this season in terms of who's going to drop down from that division I mean it's not looking good for Joe one win one draw and six losses um, you know he's played the, the eight games that are available what, what's your take on that one
2: um, I think, think personally I think Joe's probably for the drop I can see, I've never played Benji Cooper so I don't know if this is normal uh, normal for him um, but I suspect as far as Burger goes, Berger will probably pull away from there mm. once he starts getting uh, more of his ideal players in um, I think he'll turn that form around I mean I think you say
0: about Ben Cooper I think um, last season he was tipped to do quite well and um, again he was nowhere near relegation I believe last season so is a bit different again albeit with a, a smaller division this year um, again probably a shout out for two people who weren't expected to be sort of top half um, would be would be Aaron and Sovarash um, I don't think anybody sort of expected those
1: guys to be up there at the moment
0: Aaron's actually unbeaten
1: yeah. as
0: well so he's, he's not doing too bad
1: at all No I absolutely you know he's finding a uh, a bit of old Aaron form and uh is doing well and sofa's an interesting one i mean we've talked in the past about how sofa would fare in the uh in the top division um he's played 8 1-3 three, drawn 3 lost 2 so again a mixed record but um he's currently fourth um you know if sofa can stay up in that division um he'll do very very well um so yeah he can be very happy with the start i think looking at the players in that division and who you'd have expected to be higher up than they are
0: it's quite funny as well when you look at the division, um, again, some in, in terms of the football played, um, I always associated Bunty with having a bit more of a methodical play, not quite to, to safety levels by any means or to Bertie levels, but you know, you look at his games and, and they've they've had the most goals both for and against, like you said Ash, obviously only a one goal difference. Mm. Um He seems to be uh, be the the league's entertainer for sure. Um, But I mean, again, look, I think I think it's an interesting division. You know, we've we've not touched on a couple of people. You know, Brian, Sweaty, these guys. Again, if they string some results together, they potentially could springboard themselves up into them sort of top two, three places. But um, again, I think that the jeopardy is created by how short the season is. You know, we're one one fixture away from being halfway through the season already, Mm. which is which is crazy when you think about it, considering we've had, you know, we didn't feel like we've been on FIFA 22 long at all. Um, again, I think nothing else really to report in this division, other than the fact that we've not got, you know, we've not got much going on in terms of red cards or, you know, not much uh, in the way of someone staking a claim far away for a golden boot. Buncey's player, Pustos leads the way with 12 goals. But again, I think it's easily catchable when you look at the rest, nine, seven, six, six. So, Again, it'll be it be an interesting one to look out for. Potentially nice. by the next pod, we could see uh, we could see Berger, we could see Joe and Ben A.J. Cooper making their way out of the um, the relegation zone. But like you say, it's gonna gonna take a bit of effort from from some of those guys, um, especially Joe. You know, minus eight goal difference. So uh, we, we will see. Um, right. Well, uh, before we um, before we move on to Division Two, um, Ash, if we just go over the predictions made from the last. As pod, if that's okay, um, by uh, by Andy Brillberger and yourself, if that's all right. Yep. So, do you just want the
1: Premiership ones for now, or do you want them all?
0: Um, yeah, let's do let's do it in order like that. Let's do Prem now, then we'll go on and go from there.
1: Okay, right. So, uh, the first prediction was everyone would have lost a game in the Premiership uh, by the time we come to the next podcast. Uh, this is false because Aaron is still unbeaten. And uh, Brian. And Brian, oh, of course, yeah. And I did see yep. Brian was as oh, well, yeah. Yep. So... Sorry, Brian, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so that one is false. Uh, the next one was Burger will lose his next two games. Uh, that is also false because he took, well, yeah, uh, he, did. he took a point, so it very nearly came through, but he did take a point against Sofa. Um, and then the last one was Paul and Aaron to be top two in Division One, um, and that is false. Yeah, by some way, that was a, that was who was that uh that was hang on a second i believe it was me poor that's what it was i believe it was me no one's coming to me for their lottery numbers oh dear no they should not
0: right boys we'll uh, we'll move on to uh to division two um if it's where uh where we reside ash um again the thing with this division nobody's played eight games yet we've had a, a situation where um again there's a few results waiting to be put through I believe as well so the table is a bit sort of false on the face of it but we're going to run down what the table looks like right now mm. um, so Shelbourne myself and Morris make up the top three
1: yeah
0: we've got Plunkett yourself Bertie and Smithers Jones who make up the sort of mid-range with Mark Riverman and Bry uh, leading the uh, the charge for relegation so um First of all, before we kick off with with this podcast edition of of Division Two, I was quite disappointed to not have much coverage on the podcast derby last time round. Ash, um, <laughs> you said that uh, that it was uh, that I won one of the games, but you didn't say the scoreline. Right. Um So that was that was quite disappointing considering we that don't I haven't to it. hear
1: the and the details. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair again it was it was a good game and uh, it was nice to get that one out of the way quite early in the season normally we have that game quite late on mm. so it was nice to get the pressure of that one out of the way early what, doors this? what was it um, again what was the score is it, was it 4-1 5-1 5-1 oh okay so it's not, it the, it's
1: not the worst defeat we've had so far this season but we'll come to no. that in a minute
0: Absolutely. Um, So boys, again, like I say, um, first of all, um, I'm I'm going to come to you, Ash. Obviously, you're in this division. Um, Again, sort of sitting in that grey man mid-range area in fifth. Um, You know, 10 goals scored 10 goals against mm. 0 goal difference I think you have got a couple of, uh, got, of, of games waiting to be processed but we'll yep. go on what's there at the moment yep. um, how do you find the, the, the depths of Division 2 so far
1: yeah it's been uh, it's been good um, as you said there's a couple of results um, to go on so uh, I've got another 9 points to go on to that sort of uh, tally that sort of propels it up a little bit towards the top of the table but um, yeah I mean the two games that going off the table that it shows at the moment yourself and Mark Mark managed to take six points against us and uh, you know complete contrast to the sort of Mark I played last season um, very much struggling I think with this uh, this FIFA at the moment and you know Mark's down in eighth at the moment just above the uh, well it's it just in the relegation playoff on goal difference mm. Um you know, I mean, not even that. Um, I think he's struggling massively. So, and then managed to get two wins against River and then a win against Shelbourne as well last night. So, um, yeah, it, it was sort of halfway there, um, and I'm, I could be quite content with uh, with what's uh, what's gone on so far um, in this division. That's fair enough. I mean, again, uh, at Raz, uh,
0: from uh, from looking down there from um, the, the division uh, below. If by some chance you were to get up into Division 2, would you would you fancy your chances
2: of managing to stay up? No. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. In a word. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I think it's interesting that Mark's, um, far from bottom, when you look at the, the amount of money he has made um, and look at the overall amount of money he's spending on wages, um, he's the lowest in that division. You know, He's only down around eight hundred thirty thousand in wages. I, I get the impression that he's, uh, you know, uh, clearing a lot of st- a lot of space and it's going to basically you know bring in higher rated players when they come available and you'll see him rocket back up the table he might even take a relegation before he does it i mean it'd be interesting wouldn't it to see
0: someone like a mark or even a river or Bry for that example in division three now with the way we've split the divisions i think it's that funny thing where um in real life, they always talk about it, and you'll love it, obviously, Raz, because it's uh, it's about the EFL as opposed to the Scandinavian leagues. But um, it's, uh, it's that situation where they say about the Prem and the Championship being a drop-off, but then almost sort of Championship to League 1 and 2 being a, a huge drop-off. And and you sort of see that, like, you know, if you look at myself, Shelbourne, Morris so far this season, Ash... Even Mark and River, these guys, are guys who potentially could sort of hold their own a little bit in Division One and, and, and mount a, a, a challenge to stay up. But then, if you drop these, any of these guys down in Division Three, it's a different kettle of fish, isn't it? I think in terms of the quality, you would expect, like you see in this season. Spoiler alert: with with, with Jeff doing very very well. Um, it, it, looking again, looking at the sort of the league from the outside, Raz, who do you think's been a, a, a sort of shock in a, in a positive this season, if any?
2: And there's not really any shocks in there. You know, I, I expected Shelbourne to be high up, uh, yourself to be um, in second. Thought uh, Ash would have been probably higher than fifth. Mm. Um, but there's no real um, positive shocks in there. Everybody's where where they are. They, I, I might expect Mark to be a bit higher, but like I said, he's he's down around the eight hundred and thirty thousand. He's clearing his squad out. Mm. Uh, I think I'd, it's 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 tough, isn't it, when you
0: when you consider promotion this season in Division Two, you you could potentially look and say, right, yeah, maybe these people here will get promoted, but relegation, you look at it and it's like, well, actually, there's not really, it's weird, there's not really any weak weak links in that division, is there?
2: Yeah. And there's people there that like Riverman and Big B will come down to uh, Division Three and um, spank over
1: pile they of Do
0: it very
2: well.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, would you say that's an argument for, for the you know the counter
2: argument for the four divisions potentially? No, I, I think basically the four divisions will work out better in the long run once everything settles down till uh, people get to learn the game, FIFA finish patching it into oblivion, um, <laughs> um, and everybody sort of settles as to whereabouts they are. Like like I'm in I'm in Division Three. But I finished third from. Uh, I finished in. Uh, I think it was. A, I got relegated in the old uh, Division Two last year, whereas people basically who uh, stood up in Division Two are sitting in Division Three with me. It's mm-hmm. like that's a bit strange. I
0: think it is, and again, I think in terms of. Um... You say about River and Big B there, again, those two guys, uh, you would almost say too good to go down to Division 3, but someone's going to have to at the end of the day. And and everybody, everybody I've played so far in this division, it seems to be very, very competitive. Nobody's giving anything up. Uh, you know, the new lad, Morris, when I played him, he, he was uh, he was a very good player. And to see him only sitting in third at the moment is is surprising. I think he had quite a wallop in against River, actually. I think he lost 5-1 yeah.
2: um, in one of the games think... not to be put through yet. I think um, after a couple of seasons, everything will settle down. But you'll you'll see basically Division One and Division Two there'll be um the same sort of people in each division, and then Division Three and Four um going into Division Two, there'll be people just you, you going up and down.
3: There'll be a lot yeah. of
2: Norwiches basically going between <laughs> and Division Two. Too good for I'm this division, say, not good enough for the division above. I'm not going to say Fulham because um, you know that would just be wrong of me. And lose yeah, my of course. Supporters card. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, again, we, we we briefly touched on it and, and potentially in a light-hearted way. But do you think that potentially the the reason that everybody is so close and it is so difficult to decide who's better than who at the moment is because of the player level Raz Do you think that because people are playing with with
2: lower grade players that it is more up for grabs? It it, it would be, yeah. Um, everything's down. You know, people are just scrambling around trying to find out who's the fastest player. Um, you've seen it like you can see it this week basically in the division four P, uh, BFAs that they're, they're currently picking for everyone you click on um, is you, you just know they've gone to soFIFA went uh, filtered by speed yeah uh, so 89 minimum <laughs> yeah. 89 minimum but eventually it it'll, it'll settle down basically and more and more good players are coming in and then you'll see people starting uh, start to change the the usual suspects the burgers the marks um, marks. Will suddenly basically uh, pick up, and the R, the R factor in it is uh, the patches. Mm. You know, every FIFA uh, early on, um, it's just a constant change of gameplay styles. Like you look at this one from uh, from the launch to uh, uh, the pre uh, pre release launch, um, as in before the first of October, the gameplay style to versus the gameplay style now is completely different. I think uh,
0: one of the things that's again, one of the big changes is goalkeepers, isn't it? Goalkeepers seem to have changed quite a bit. And when you consider that because of the situation we're in, again, if you can get a semi decent player with good finishing or, you know, long shots. Yeah. And, and pepper the goal you've, you've got half a chance um, but yeah it is, it is interesting and again I think this I know we say it about a lot of divisions and it seems to be a lot of rep- repetition but I do think this is one of the tightest divisions for sure um, and going forward I think it will be whoever gets relegated out this division will uh, will find themselves hard done by um, yeah. just, just before we move on to um, to the predictions and the, the results of those predictions, Ash, for, for Division 2, mm-hmm. um, I want to get your guys' thoughts. This is one of my first podcasts um, talking about the divisions and, and the new setup since we've, we've had it. Um, what are your thoughts? I'm keen to get your thoughts, the pair of you, on the sort of... Um, the playoff format for for this season so for example if it was to finish now morris would play burger for a place in division one um ash i'll come to you first of all i mean first of all do you like the 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 change Uh, and and secondly i mean do you think that you know who i guess it's very obvious but who's it going to benefit you know the person that's in form in in the lower division or the person who's having a torrid time but potentially a better player in the higher division
1: yeah, I mean it's an interesting one, and it certainly throws up a, a unique situation that is uh, I quite like. I think as it is, it is a bit different. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean I suppose if it was to finish as it was, Berger and Morris, uh, even if that if even if Morris is on form, you'd always favour Berger um, because it, it, he's in that top division, and the the top division players always seem to find a way to get themselves out of. Uh, you know tight spots and and do well and it's the same as you go down the divisions you know the two and three you know at the moment it would be mark versus diodex um you know and then satie versus uh lost boy yeah you you always find that the ones in the uh, division that are above are in that division uh for a reason or not and you'll find that they always find the way to win um you know especially in the in that top division sense um, but it, it, look, it's an interesting one. I, I, I'm always up for change and uh, things that look interesting. So um, yeah, for me, it's a it, it's an interesting one.
2: What, what about you, Raz? What do you think about the new format? I actually like it. It's um, it's very uh, Bundesliga. You know, mm. the that's the way yep. the German the German leagues all do it. And you know, yeah, you, you've got teams that sitting in the top division. So in this case, it would be Berger versus Mars. Um, it does. not it looks on paper, it always favours the team in the top division that's coming down, but we're, you're always forgetting that the team that's uh, that's going that's sitting far from bottom in the Premiership um, are there for a reason. They've had a really bad uh, season. They've had a, a torrid form. Uh, they're going into it basically against a team that has done exceedingly well um, and might be on a winning streak to even get into that spot. Mm. Um, and then there's the a pressure basically of uh, Berger goes down, um, you know, he, he's going to get dogs abuse and parties about it about how he lost yeah. the game from the <laughs> division. I think it's even more interesting than the standard uh, you know British format of of playoffs. Mm. Like if you you could be sitting in third place, uh, just miss out on uh, automatic promotion in second by a point or even goal difference, and then you go into it, uh, go to the playoffs and lose to the guy who finishes sixth. you just uh,
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. But I think I think, it, um, I think it, well, I, I I again just for the record, I'm not saying it to be divisive. I agree. I actually prefer the the new format. I think it's quite interesting, and it creates a dynamic we've not actually had on AG, to my knowledge anyway before. Mm. Um, the, the the interesting point I want to pick up on just quickly on what you said, um, Ash was, you're absolutely right. When you go through divisions, it favours the the top player in, in in most cases. However, when you said about Saty and Lost Boy that's an interesting one now obviously we're going to come on to division three and four in a moment but i would argue that actually lost boy would have a better chance of winning that especially because there's not much in there and obviously if lost boy is the one on form i i would argue lost boy would have a good chance of winning so again maybe it's when you get down to division three four potentially division two and three when when it becomes more of a flip of a coin whereas division one generally is filled with the best players Mm. um Anyway, if you want to uh, just whiz through the Div 2 predictions and the results from last podcast, please.
1: Yes. So, uh, number one, Bertie and Bry to be in the bottom two. Uh, That's not right, although half of it is right. right. So if you want to take uh, a half a point, then you can. (laughs) Um, Plunkett will be out of the promotion playoffs, uh, you know, so this is correct so plunkett is fourth uh so he has dropped out um uh, behind morris jam and shelburne um and then the last one was jam and mark to be top two and obviously that is false
0: uh well again half, half right thank you very much <laughs> yeah half right half a point yeah don't don't do me out of it mate half right thank you very much um but yeah again same again we're, we're moving on from from div two again sort of goal scorer very very even everybody a joint second everybody's on five and then there's uh shellborn striker alex vega who's up in in first position so and and no red cards yet in that division which is nice as well so yeah. well played everybody uh, right we're just going to take a very very quick break from the division roundup and and previews and have a little look at the f1 segment with joe so joe if you want to take it away
3: Thanks guys, it's nice to be back for another F1 Roundup after such a long F1 off-season. A lot of things have changed since we last spoke. F1 2020 has now become available on EA Play, and of course that means Xbox Game Pass Ultimate as well. That means the game is a lot more freely available to everyone now. And conversely, our numbers have both gone up and stayed up. Which means the divisions became a bit more busy, shall we say. So in the off-season we had a vote. Uh, the vote was basically do we stay with two divisions or move to three divisions and it passed pretty easily. We went to three divisions. What that means is that the cars can now be allocated a lot more um, widely. That should encourage more competitive racing and hopefully less racing incidents. Just back on the actual game itself, we've also moved to a system now where we'll, also, we'll always be on the version that is available on EA Play. Again, that's currently F1 2020. I would anticipate that sometime early next year, F1 2021 will then go onto EA Play and we'll move on to that one at the end of the next available season what that means is that no one will ever have to really buy the game we'll always be on the latest version that's readily available numbers should hopefully stay high and hopefully we can expand even more we'll just take a quick look at what's happened so far again we've moved to a different system now we're going to have one season using all the european tracks that'll be 11 races and season four will be all the other rest of the world tracks again another 11 races so currently we're two weeks in, we've had races so far at Holland, Zandvoort and Spain, which was on Monday, gone. The Thankfully it seems we have worked so far with the three divisions. All three divisions have had different winners um, in the two weeks, which is fantastic. That's exactly what we want to see, competitive racing. So in Division 1... Last year's winner, Buncey, he won in Holland. Again, he had the fastest lap also with a 1.39, a really good drive by him. But then on to week two, we had a win for Goldenbeard in the Alpha Tauri. That's his first win for a long time. But Sweaty Bananas had the um, fastest lap with a 1.20.5 back in eighth place. Looking down at Division 2. Again, back in Holland, it was a win for Mark the Shark. Mark had a pretty torrid time last year in the Red Bull in Division 1. He's now in the Alpha Tower in Division 2 and seems to be doing quite well. There was a faster slap there for Hilly back in 5th place with a 115-1. On to Week 2 for Division 2. It was a win for Hilly. Again, he had a torrid season last year in Division 1. He's back in a sort of middling car in Division 2 and he's doing pretty well. He took the win from Sean. Plunkett was in 3rd, Man was in 4th. And we had Mark the Shark with a faster slap back down in 7th place. A quick look at Division 3. In week 1, it was a win for Amen Raz. Emotional Worm was in 2nd place with the faster slap over 1:16.6. Then we had Red Rhino and Gaz Grass. And on to week 2, a win for Dearest Storm. Unbelievable, he must like this map. Amen Raz was in 2nd place, following up his good form from last week. We had Sate in 3rd and Red Rhino in 4th. A quick look at the tables, again we're only two weeks in, but I think all the championships look like they're going to be quite tight. We've got Bay leading away in Division 1 on 43 points, Wardy in second place on 33, Buncey on 32, and then myself and Muba for everyone on 22 and Berger on 21. Division 2, we've got Hilly with a four point lead, he's on 36 points, Michael Sharks on 32, Plunkett's on 30, and Sean's on 24, again all looking very close. Division 3, you've got Amen Raz who looks pretty good so far. He's at a first and a second. He's on 43 points. You've then got Rhino on 27, Deer Storm on 26, Satie on 21, and Payne Wales on 20 hopefully guys you can see that things are going well again the game is now readily available you don't have to buy it as long as you've got ea play or xbox game pass ultimate you have access to it there's plenty of spaces available we can slot you in nicely and it's a nice two million scudo a week and of course it's a lot of fun on a monday night it takes about half an hour anyone is listening wants to get in touch you don't have to be a league member or anything like that just send me a pm we can get you on board thanks again guys
0: okay cheers joe thank you very much for that uh, right boys so um div three in terms of uh well we sort of touched on it earlier on in terms of the the, the leader at the moment it is jeff um who again is potentially the standout player in that division along with a couple of others but mainly mainly jeff um storm is up there in in the top two with him and, and again surprisingly Diadex, who we all thought potentially would... uh, Well, from discussions with him, he he was surprised to be in Div 3 and would have preferred to be in Div 4. Um, But again, holding his own, doing very, very well. Mm -hmm. And then we've got... uh, Again... (laughs) we talked about it earlier on i know but we said about the uh, the, the players making a difference in terms of lower ratings and whatnot and, and maybe leveling the playing field someone like tuggy who up until the reset was was dealing with lower rated players because of his lack of activity on the site or you know financial misconduct rye jones the same those two were a clear of relegation at the moment so um Raz I'll come to you first obviously you don't sit in the best position a bit precarious at the moment down in ninth I don't know if you've if you've played any games and took any more points since uh, no, but at the moment you're on on two points
2: yeah uh I've recently got beat by storm um never a good thing, thing. Just, No, never do a good thing um yeah it's <laughs> it's hard to explain um I've had a massive absolute nightmare basically with uh with fifa 22 since patch one um it has stuck me on a formation of 352 and i can't for the life of me get off it every single game i go into it loads the exact same formation. and if you Is toggle to the right yeah if you toggle to the right um on the startup menu it crashes the game so,
1: but uh, still uh,
0: that? doing the best thing they can do. I'm sure
1: that's been like it for like two <laughs> yeah. years, isn't it?
2: It's a it's the first time I've come across it. Um, myself, it, it's a case that uh, uh, what's really perplexing is I used the 3-5-2 formation, um, when the game first came out. Uh, you know, when we first seen our players, because um, uh, I had you know a lot of good center backs and not really any good full backs, but um. Uh, I set my team up like that. Uh, discovered that it gets hacked really well with it, but uh, defensively, in like the last, you know, 20 minutes, you were really exposed. So tried to change it, um, change it to an R formation. Since then, the game has just kept crashing. Even after deleting this formation from um from uh, the team sheets, it just keeps coming back. I haven't used it since the 1st of October, and it just keeps uh, right, It keeps appearing back into my my game. So. Uh, Hopefully fix it. it. It's, uh, hopefully, uh, having to uninstall the game completely and leave it reinstalling last night, um, maybe has fixed it. But uh, I know going through the profile and removing um, uh, profile save settings hasn't worked. But, uh, well, I mean, or, again,
0: uh, you know, without without uh, trying to move it on too much. I mean, you just is that the reason for you only picking up two points? Uh, no, not really.
2: <laughs> I mean, uh. again,
0: it's, you know, you, you say you face faced Storm, obviously, um, uh, and you face faced, obviously, another two people as well. How how do you feel that division is shaping up? Do you, does it look like it's going to be sort of the, the usual suspects in Jeff and potentially Storm, maybe Wintz doing well in that division?
2: Yeah, um, I, I can see Wintz basically pulling up there. Um, I played him in the first two games. Uh, he beat me one, and I drew the R1. Um but uh, the rest of them, I can see them. I can see that uh, definitely Jeff and Wentz holding out. Uh, Dow might drop away slightly. Um, I'm due to play him tonight, so uh, he'll get six points off that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, you know, I can't really see any any changes there. I think I think I'm I'm gonna avoid really uh, finishing bottom because soggy uh, makes me look great.
0: Um, and I well, I, I mean.
2: Let's come on to
0: Soggy just quickly where you said it. I mean, again, I've just realised now, I mean, he might even have other games as well, but six games played, six losses, 20 goals conceded and only one goal scored. I mean, that that's pretty poor Ash, isn't it? Yeah, I mean,
1: I never even like to see Soghi's my uh, my fellow Brightonian. Um, it's always bad to see him down the bottom, but uh, you've just hit the nail on the head. He's lost six games. He's only scored one goal and he's conceded uh, 20. So I hope we've not gone to uh, soggy cabbages 1.0 because I thought we'd gone past this. Um you know in the past he's done quite well. So to see him down the bottom he's either um you know not found the form with this game or he's reverted back to his old methods. Um I mean to be fair i just looking at who he's played. He's played Diodex, Jeff and Storm who are first, second and third in the league. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, Storm, he lost seven nil. Uh, he lost three nil to Diadex and one nil uh, and then lost by considerable amounts to Jeff as well. So that's where they guess, got all their goal difference from.
0: I was just about to say, I guess that without going sort of very philosophical and, and chicken or the egg, is is it that Soggy Cabbages is, is, um, is bottom of the table because he's
1: played the top three? Or is it that they're the top three because they've played soggy cabbages? <laughs> um, well, maybe, uh, maybe, I mean, time will tell. Uh, now those three games are out the way, um, whether, you know, I mean, Jeff will, uh, because he's, he, for me, is a standout player in that division, as you've uh, just pointed on earlier. Um... Diodex, I think, will falter away a little bit. I suspect Vince and Raya Jones will be up there and will sort of push him out. Um, and Storm is an interesting one. You know, on his day, he can be up there, but it's whether he can find that consistency. I um, thought you were going to say whether he could find his tackle button. Well, it's, yeah, that as well. He's currently second. He's currently second. He's only lost one game, so he must have found the tackle button somewhere or he's uh, got it on uh, automated. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it'll be interesting by the, the time we get to the next podcast where those three at the top and I say where those three at the bottom are sitting um, come around.
0: Mm. I think, again, just to sort of round round that one off,
1: uh,
0: Raz, I mean, again, yourself, I mean, who, who's your next fixture against? Do you know? Uh, Dale, uh, tonight of course, yeah, Dinardex that. Yeah. yeah. So again, if if I mean again, it, we say obviously it's it's obviously too, a bit doom and gloom, but if you if you do manage to get sort of six points out of that, that's you mid table, you know. Yeah. So it's it because of the I know I've said it already, but because of the short format of these seasons now, every every match day is absolutely vital, and you would say that Soggy is almost in a position now where you know you lose six games, you only score one, you concede twenty, he's not gotten long to rectify this now. So he yeah. needs to really pull his finger out and turn his form around sharp, otherwise he's going to be in the bottom division of AG. Um, right, uh, before we move on to Division 4, um, Ash, what were the predictions and the results from those predictions for uh, Division 3? Well,
1: these were probably the most hilarious ones um, Go out of it. all of them, given where things are. So, number one, Rye Jones and Soggy to be top two. Um, Fantastic. That could obviously be far from the truth. Who uh, said that? Uh, I think it was Burger. I think right, it was Burger. Makes sense. Um, Eluded. Berger, do, do post if it was Andy. Um, Raz will win his next two games and comfortably. <laughs> Again, we're saying no more. Um, and then the last prediction was Satie to take six points out of 12. Um, and he's taken a point, uh, yep. so far yeah
0: again like i said i think it's going to one of those things where um again they were they were very not uh mystic meg-esque were they let's be honest <laughs> um yeah don't come to those guys for your lottery numbers like you said earlier so <laughs> yeah we will we'll move swiftly on, on that note on to division four um which is again for me when i when i looked at the uh, this division um to do uh to do some of the, the sort of pre-work before this pod it was quite interesting actually because this is the division that's on the face of it again with, with results maybe waiting outstanding this is the division that sort of shocked me the most um in terms of the the span of points so you've got division four leader is hilly who uh, is undefeated he's one seven drawn one i mean again arguably too good to be down in that division anyway um he's on 22 points behind him in second with half of those points is Payne on 11 lost boy in third rhino just outside that playoff in fourth it was then got worm harry Wiz, fox tunners and brill i mean this is the division obviously where there's one less player as well andy brill got off to his typical start unfortunately um he's uh, sort of scored a goal a game but has conceded 17 goals meaning he is rock bottom and not scored and uh, not won any of them games at all uh, rock bottom of the division um so quite surprising Ash that I mean Tunners is, is sort of there in second bottom considering he had a very very good season the season before
1: yeah um, it is surprising to see him down there um, no surprises of Andy we'll be getting him the, uh, the wooden kitchen soon yeah um, <laughs> Getting the whole set, not the spoon, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, Tunnels is a surprise, maybe again hasn't quite found the form or to grips with this FIFA. Um, and then just sort of looking at the names in that division and where they are, th- there really isn't any surprises. You know, Payne Wales, I mean, he wasn't doing very too well on the last pod, um, he's propelled himself up there. Rhino's up there as well, I suspect he will be um, there, give or take. Um, Worm, we've talked about in the past. You know, he finds a bit of form. He can also be up there. Harry, well, Harry's Harry. Um, We say no more on him. Um, But no, Hilly being top doesn't surprise me at all. And I would suspect he's probably going to stay there now for the rest of the season.
0: Well, I mean, this is it, isn't it? You know, he's eight games played. He's on 22 points. 22 points. Looking at that division will be enough to probably on its own without the rest of the points be enough to score your sort of fifth position. I would say, um, there or thereabouts. So it's only way is up really for Philly. Um, Raz again, we touched on it earlier on in terms of the, the division playoff between three and four. Um, obviously at the moment it'd be lost boy. You've got potentially Rhino pain worm. I would say they're probably the limit of it in terms of who would be in that position. Um, again, if it was the likes of maybe a Soggy or a Satie or even yourself, I do see that as a more even game, I'll be honest, um, than, than some of the higher-up ones. Do you think that if you went into Division 4, it would be similar to what we said about Jeff dropping down or, or someone else dropping down? Would, would you
2: find that you'd do quite well? I, I'd find I probably would do quite well in this division. Um, if you know, if you look at the base key, the spread of it at the moment, or Helly uh, way out in front, um, mm-hmm. But then everybody else is gripped together, um, right down till you know, even all the way down till Tonner's the eighth. Uh, between third and eighth, basically, it's really, really close. You know, a couple of you know, somebody goes on a mad Tonner's goes on a mad run, and he can propel himself straight up stable. table. Um, it, it would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the sort of person that would say I would, you know, walk the division. Um, I'm not Storm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would do well probably bottle when um, first uh, and then go up in a playoff um, but that's it um,
0: with them um, with the again dare I ask the question boys with the format being shorter this year with there being two positions that can go up and obviously a potential relegation slash promotion playoff against the likes of someone like Satie or Soggy is this going to be the biggest bottle job of Rhino's career if he doesn't go up Ash, you
1: first. <laughs> um, well, I mean, depending yeah, on who he, he will. Will. He's, got get, he's got to get past the other lads first. Yeah, I mean, it depends who he plays. Um, well, it could be. He's not lost yet. He's not lost yet. It could be. It's but, worth saying. But, yeah, well, he's not lost yet. Um, you know, and he's played Pain. You know, he mm. took four points off Pain, uh, which surprises yeah. me. Um, so, A lot of people tip to do very well. Yeah, absolutely, uh, and he's currently second. Um, but uh, yeah, depending on who he plays, yeah, it could be a bottle drop.
0: Raz, what would you say? I mean, again, I think the, the, the thing is again, Rhino, Worm, these guys generally tend to, I mean, Worm, especially about two seasons ago, wasn't it, tend to fly out the blocks and then it's they sort of peter out towards the end. Um, because of the short format, is that going to potentially do them well this season?
2: Um, I, I think it would. Uh, it, um, over the course of a season, basically such a short season, there isn't that opportunity, basically, for um you know, a raid sale or uh suddenly basically uh, come across a, a brand new super fast player. Um I, I can actually see Rhino breaking um his long running tradition of not getting promoted and actually you know not even get into the playoffs. I think he'll actually go into second and get up automatically. Right. Um and you know that'll probably end the world. <laughs> I think that's what tip it <laughs> over. The apocalypse is now
0: Um, again before we before we wrap up that division anybody you see breaking away from the the pack apart from hilly uh, i mean sort of in that mid mid division so again you've mentioned rhino but you know worm harry Wiz, tunners even again i'm sorry andy brill to to sort of write you off but because of the short format and because it is still there's only four points between third and eighth do we see um do we see any of the guys below that getting getting higher up
2: I can see Tunners uh, pushing higher up the table um, he's too good to be down there um, Worm as well basically uh, will still be hanging around at uh, come the end of the season mm-hmm. um, Harry basically Harry will harry it um, and still probably be in sixth uh, at the end of the <laughs> season um, but I can see Tunners basically applying pressure to like so Worm and uh, Rhino and Lost Boy and Payne Fair enough and um... Ash, why not you give us the predictions
0: from the last podcast for this division, please?
1: Yep. So, uh, number four, uh, yeah, first one. So Andy Brill is to have two red cards by the next podcast. This is false. I think this was Burger's prediction. Um, uh, clearly has a, uh, you know, it shows the faith he has in Andy's, uh, abilities to stay clean in his games. Um, Andy to take three points against Hilly. I think he was in cuckoo land. That is false. Um, and then Harry and Andy to be in the bottom three uh, again half a point just um nearly four points but uh, half a point so uh all false on this occasion
2: you're gonna have is, to start okay. revelation
1: your guess if we uh, <laughs> if we had to, if we had all the all of them up it was one correct out of 12 so um... <laughs> well look we're gonna we're gonna obviously give um,
0: we're gonna give six predictions so in order to be better we need to get what three. Yeah. no no we need to get even if we get one out of six sorry wrong way around if we get one out of six we're still win better than the previous one <laughs> in terms of percentage so That's it. Between the three of us, we need to, in the next 10 seconds, come up with some good predictions. Um, so that that leads me on to the predictions then for the next pod. So I'll I'll go first. We'll we'll, we'll make um, two predictions each. Yeah. Um, we'll do one each, and then we'll go back around. Okay. Um, I'm going to go first. My first prediction is uh, we've got the Joe and Aaron Derby uh, coming up in the in the prem uh, or in Division One, I should say, in the uh, in the next next round of fixtures, round five. I think it'll be three points apiece. I think there's uh, there's so much on this game. This is this is even w- more heated than the podcast derby. Um, I, I I believe that it'll be three points per per player in that one. Um, so that's that's my first prediction. Raz, have you got a prediction you want to throw out there? Uh which round are we looking at? Uh, it'll be round five. Is the the next right. one and potentially six as well?
2: Um, out of Division One, um, I can see could, could be, so be any far- division.
0: Any division that you want.
2: All right. Um, well, I'm not allowed to bet myself to lose, uh, so <laughs> um, I'd probably go Sofa to beat Polos. Yep. Okay. Is what is in six points?
0: Yeah. Full six going... Okay. Right. Interesting. Okay. Ash, what about yourself?
1: Uh, so I'm, I'm uh, gonna go for some league standing positions. So uh, i will gonna have a little look at Division Two. So I'm going to say. Shelbourne, myself, and you, Jam, to be in the top three in whatever order. I don't know, but the top three will be me, you, and uh, me, you, and Shelbourne.
0: Okay, fantastic. Uh, right, we'll go back around. Uh, my uh, second and final prediction, um, I'm going to go down to Division 4 for this one. So in the round five and six fixtures, Rhino plays Worm and Andy Brill, which I know is a bit of a cop-out, but I'm going to say Rhino is going to get 12 points out of 12. In those two fixtures,
2: uh, I would, I'll do uh, league standing. I predict that um, Warm, uh, sorry, not Warm, Tunners will be uh, will be up till sixth at least. It's a minimum of six it. Yeah. Okay,
3: and Ash,
0: so do you want to round <laughs> pressure ash do you want to round off your predictions for this one
1: yep so uh division three storm to take 12 out of 12 who's he got he is playing diodex and he is also playing Wint.
0: okay that is interesting because wince Wint's a good player this is a good player okay uh right then boys so we'll uh we'll we'll finish there um in terms of the pod obviously we're always looking for for new faces to come on raz it's been great having you on this time nice to get a a fresh face on there you've been on before i believe but not not for a little while um but uh but yeah again anybody wants to come on do get in touch um i imagine it won't be long before shelbourne's knocking on the door because obviously uh breaking news, he's uh, just had a, a baby daughter come into his life, so congratulations Shelborn. Shelbourne, and um, he'll probably be looking for some uh, some time away, so the podcast is here, mate, whenever you want to come on Um, but yeah uh, drop me or Ash a line if you want to come on ideally two people would be brilliant one from Div 1 and anybody from Div 3 or 4 uh, right boys, we'll leave it there, so Raz, thank you very much like we said for coming on, and uh, obviously we'll catch you uh, next time
1: no problem. thanks for having me mate
0: Thank you very much, and uh, and Ash, obviously, thank you very much for pushing the buttons as always, and uh, thanks for coming on this one as well.
1: Yep, yeah, no, brilliant as always. It's uh, it's been good fun, and uh, again, I echoing mean, what Jam says, please do get involved and uh, do PM either myself or Jam if you want to come on.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much, and uh, yeah, that'll leave it there then, boys. So uh, thank you very much for listening, and we'll we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank
1: you. Goodbye.